This is Closer to the Fire from the Voice of the Martyrs Canada with a focus on the persecuted church around the world. I'm Greg Musselman. Explosive growth has characterized the church in China for over the last 30 years or so. It's hard to know numbers, but over 100 million Christians live in China. It's probably much higher than that. And the number is growing and about 30 million or so are affiliated with the government authorized three self patriotic movement, which is the state church controlled by the Chinese communist government. That means there are about 70 million and maybe 100 million in unapproved house churches. Despite continual pressure and oppression, house church leaders refuse to compromise the gospel. About 60% of the believers in China live in rural areas. As difficult as the persecution has been in China, it's now the worst it's been in 40 years. That is according to Bob Fu. Bob is the founder and president of China Aid, which provides legal aid and also practical help for Christians in China. He is a longtime partner and friend of the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. Bob, welcome back to Closer to the Fire. Thank you, Greg, for having me once again. Always good to have you get your perspective. Uh, You are one of the experts in terms of what's going on in China when it comes to the persecution of the church. And now you were recently in Canada visiting churches up here, also spending some time with our team at the Voice of the Martyrs Canada office in Ontario. And while you were speaking to the staff and I was on Zoom listening to what you had to say, and you were saying that in China, Persecution now, the worst it's been in 40 years. I mean, that's really saying something. So what's going on, Bob? Yes, Greg, um, without any exaggeration, uh, the persecution against the Christians and uh, other religious minorities has really reached to the worst level we have not seen in 40 years since the Cultural Revolution of Chairman Mao um, in 1960s. Uh, for the first time, we have seen the Communist Party is uh, cracking down the church across the board. We literally declared a war against uh, Christianity. Uh, basically, uh, for the first time, uh, millions of Chinese children are forced to sign a, f- a form, uh, these Christian children, uh, to renounce their faith in public. And of course, the Communist Party has declared war against the cross. And all of a sudden, the cross was declared as the enemy of the state and was forced to uh, demolish, to burn, destroyed. Um, as you know, Greg, uh, most of the government-sanctioned churches uh, have their crosses and the buildings. Most of the house churches uh, do not have. So uh, even the government-sanctioned churches had been targeted for persecution. Those pastors who refused to voluntarily destroy, remove, and uh, dis- d- demolish their cross had been facing a huge uh, risk of persecution. Uh, the penalty even reached to imprisonment, uh, to 12 years, 14 years imprisonment for simply refusing to take down the cross from the rooftop of their church building. The Communist Party is uh, engaging a genocide uh, in uh, the west part of China called the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Um, That had been unprecedented, I think, uh, in terms of religious persecution. Mm -hmm. And um, another uh, unprecedented thing since the Cultural Revolution, is uh, the President Xi Jinping's uh, regime is now using monetary incentive to encourage parents between the children, children uh, between the parents, uh, husband between the the wife, uh, wives, um, basically just simply uh, f- to own a copy of the Bible uh, could uh, be a, a dangerous thing for the whole family. Yeah, it's it's incredible the pressure that they're facing and most of us can't even comprehend those that live in the west if they we're facing those kinds of obstacles. So let's go back to where the children, you know, parents of the children have to sign these documents uh renouncing their Christian faith. Uh 
what kind of effect is that having? And are many Christian parents, in fact, doing that? Oh, it has uh, made a devastating effect. I mean, the Communist Party first uh, um, mandated a survey among all the uh, education sectors from elementary school all the way to graduate school in all the universities. Basically, every children and youth are uh, uh, basically uh, forced to reveal their religious identity, especially for Christians. Um, The teachers, the children all have to uh, mark whether they are Christians or not. And uh, if they admit it, they are Christians, then they were asked to sign a Communist Party propaganda department uh, form uh, to uh, renounce their faith. Basically, um, admitting that uh, they were when they had uh, been so-called misled to believe in Christianity, and then after some rounds of uh, scientific materialism, re-education, and uh, the admitted uh, uh, mistakes uh, was uh, made by believing this uh, superstition, and then they declared uh, they are no longer uh, going to believe um, Christianity or other religion again. So if uh, they do not volunteer to sign this form, then they will bring their teachers uh, to work around them. If that didn't work, they bring their parents. If the parents cannot work out, they bring their grandparents, and then they bring the school principal, and finally they bring the police until every one of them, they want to make sure to make that declaration in public. And if the parents and grandparents are not working hard or refuse to cooperate to uh, make uh, their children uh, denounce their faith, then their job security would be jeopardized. We have received cases showing even uh, grandparents would lose their uh, public health and public Mm. welfare uh, if uh, the kind of did not work uh, out around their uh, grandchildren successfully to dissuade them from believing Christianity. Wow. I mean, we know what the Bible talks about, that, uh, you know, Jesus said he came to bring a sword, and it will be parents against children, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. So we know that that's in the Bible. But when that's happening in China, because of all the pressure, now it's one thing if it's you know, converting from, say, Islam to Christianity in, you know, Pakistan or Iran. That's one thing. But now you've got the family involved here. I mean, it is in those Muslim countries as well, but it's coming from so many different angles. So how does that then affect the church, Bob, if you've got families that have signed these documents, their children renouncing Christ? Uh, how does How is that affecting the church? Because, I mean, as I said off the top, the church in China the growth is phenomenal. We've seen this in the history of the church. It's amazing. And even uh, public uh, or secular organizations saying the church could be 200 million in the next 10 years. So it's phenomenal what's going on. But practically, for each family, how is that affecting them? And how is that affecting uh, the Christian community in China? It has uh, created uh, so much uh, tension and, of course, uh, family uh, trauma uh, among you know the their uh, their familiar ones you know the f- close uh, family members and uh, we even have received a report showing recently um, a Christian lady's uh, husband um, reported his Christian wife's uh, uh, basically a Sunday school uh, teaching session with five children. Around, I mean, not only teach them about the Bible, but teach them on literature and math. Um, that was uh, then that uh, wife was being surrounded uh, by the multiple police, and uh, she was arrested. And uh, then, of course, she learned it was her husband reported oh. about her faith. Um, so you can imagine, you know, what kind of uh, family uh, uh, relationship um, in a very negative way 
would would be um, uh, really caused for the, the kind of trauma right inside the family. Um, so the, the, within the church, um, so the persecution from the Chinese government, I mean, the hard persecution, we talk about the, 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 the police reading against uh, their normal worship service on Sunday or Saturday, on weekdays. I mean, we recently, uh, just uh, today, uh, the, uh, one of the uh, elders of the early Run Covenant Church, mm. um, uh, Elder Lee, he was just released after serving 10 days administrative detention for simply uh, leading uh, the Lord's Supper. You mean, I mean, you, the, the, the kind of a holy communion right. uh, for another church. He was uh, uh, being arrested and uh, along uh, a few others being accused of engaging evil cult religious activities. Of course, we know the pastor of Early Rain Covenant Church Pastor Wang Yi had been uh, serving nine years imprisonment for being accused of uh, engaging the subversion of state power uh, for preaching the gospel based mm -hmm. on based on John three sixteen uh, and uh, calling Chinese president uh, to stop persecution against Christians and the other religious minorities and for him to repent and uh, offering the free grace of salvation of Jesus Christ to the yeah. Chinese president Xi Jinping. That's called a subversion <laughs> yeah. of state power. Yeah. Uh, so many others. I mean, just uh, uh, the, 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 every week we have been receiving uh, the cases uh, of uh, this kind of uh, persecution, the hard persecution. And, um, and let now they extended this uh, to their children and all the Chinese Christian private schools were shut down. Uh, literally, all of uh, the foreign missionaries, I mean, of course, the Communist Party has never uh, uh, acknowledged the missionary visa right, yeah. uh, since uh, 1949 when they took power. Uh, but as, as Greg, you know, you and I know this, uh, many uh, American, Canadian, and uh, other missionaries from other countries, from South Korea, uh, over the years, uh, they went to China not as a missionary visa holder, but you know, as businessmen, as English teachers, as medical professionals, as uh, other professions. But uh, their heart is uh, for the gospel. Uh, but now, uh, almost everyone, uh, including all the missionaries from like a Campus Crusade for Christ, uh, English language. Uh, you know, uh, in China, uh, uh, the teachers, uh, Christian teachers, uh, they were all kicked out. I have a friend who had been running a, a, a kind of an orphanage uh, um, and also uh, orphan teachers training uh, a kind of a school uh, in the suburb of Beijing. And uh, guess what? Uh, even that orphanage was being shut down. And uh, the government banned their operation, kicked out all the Americans who had been doing nothing but good, but kindness, but serve the Chinese vulnerable, like orphans. And uh, the Chinese uh, uh, Communist Party ordered all the orphans uh, in their orphanage uh, uh, basically to be dispersed and uh, uh, back to their uh, old uh, orphanage in different counties and uh, provinces after these orphans had been uh, being served there, uh, some for like uh, five, eight, ten years. And uh, now they were all sent back uh, to their old, you know, very uh, bad conditioned orphanages uh, in different provinces. It's, man, when you think about all the church in China is facing, and yet it continues to grow, and I'm going to ask you that question but later, later on, uh, because you think, well, that would it, that'd be it. The church is not going to grow anymore because there's so many obstacles. Yeah, family the against church family. is still growing. I think uh, the church, despite of this, uh, you know, chilling effect, uh, the church is uh, adapting and adjusting. Uh, the new new environment the Chinese CCP has created. And of course, uh, all the urban uh, house churches, instead of uh, meeting um, in the plazas, in the factories, they used to 
in the past uh, 20 years or so. And now they all have to be in small groups, cell groups, and uh, turn to totally underground. Well, we know the church in Iran is growing and they can't meet publicly and it's probably percentage-wise the fastest growing church in the world. Of course, China in terms of just sheer numbers. Uh, yet the church is growing. There's adapting going on. Uh, but there's, of course, you know, individual families that are really suffering and and some maybe even have walked away from Christianity as a result. And we understand that. But we also know that the Lord is more powerful than the Communist Party of China. One of the other things that you said at the staff meeting, Bob, was the fact of the whole surveillance of the underground church. And in a sense now, it's not really an underground church because the Communist Party is able to monitor and even say they can just take your cell phone. They don't even need your password. They can just get in there. They've got the technology. So they're able to monitor. How is that affecting then the believers trying to get together, uh, you know, in, you know, I guess the numbers would have to be smaller then because they're watching. Is that is that kind of what's going on? Because they say the underground church in many ways is not the underground church anymore because of the technology. That's right, Greg. I mean, without any exaggeration, I think the Chinese Communist Party controlled China must be the first country formally entering into a digital um, a tyranny state and, uh, with the full digital surveillance from face recognition camera. I mean, among the 1.3 billion people, um, the data shows the Chinese government has uh, est- uh, installed over 2.5 billion uh, wow. uh, face recognition cameras. Uh, basically, every Chinese citizen is followed with uh, uh, by two, at least two digital face recognition cameras every day, 24 hours a day. And uh, plus, they are using this uh, big data technology. And uh, the, uh, uh, the the Communist Party member ordered all the Chinese billions of uh, uh, iPhone users basically to turn on their data. Uh, the iPhone company, Apple company, uh, totally surrendered. Uh, all the Chinese uh, uh, billions of iPhone users and make their Apple, Chinese Apple phone users, uh, their uh, uh, Apple, uh, uh, called Apple shop, right? Right, yeah. Uh, 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 totally separated from the rest of the world. So they're, all the data are stored um, in a, a different center uh, in Guizhou province in southeast of China, where the persecution against Christians are really one of the strongest provinces, and yet that is the Apple database center uh, that uh, controlled uh, accessed by the Chinese state security agency. And um, also the Communist Party using the three years COVID time uh, and basically um, uh, make the biggest experimental uh, kind of a test of uh, the digital surveillance system. And uh, everybody uh, has to install that their, the, the, the monitoring uh, software. And um, the Communist Party now does not need to really take on your phone, ask you to give them password. Uh, once uh, they can remotely control it, they can huh. even remotely turn on your phone even after you totally turn off. Even after you take off your battery or or take uh, out your SIM card, uh, they know exactly when these uh, activities happened. Uh, so when you uh, put it on, I mean, they knew exactly when it happened and they know where you go and they use this big data technology uh, even to project where you are heading to on Sunday and uh, they can just uh, simply show up and... Uh, get you arrested talk about big brother that's uh that's an yeah. under understatement there how has that then affected bob the church leaders and the believers in china with all these things going on the way they're able to monitor uh everybody uh you know the propaganda that they have to have in the church you know uh, president xi's you know his writings and the communist writings in the church uh I mean, to me, when I hear you you're saying it, almost makes me exhausted thinking how would I be able to function in that kind of environment 
you know, I mean, here in Canada and the in America where you live, uh, you know, with the restrictions during COVID, some, you know, Christians said, I don't want to go to church anymore. Summer's now starting to come back. But that was a big, you know, intrusion. But what's going on in China, it's so much more difficult. How does that then affect, uh, you know, the the psyche uh, of the of the leaders and, and the morale of the church? Yeah, Greg, I mean, this is uh, the unprecedented uh, yeah. with the Communist Party's uh, also social credit system automatically basically follow you, not only like uh, when you are in the church or when you were found uh, as a Christian, but uh, it followed you in your workplace when you purchase a, a subway ticket, metro uh, ticket or a bus ticket or a train ticket, airline tickets. And it has to be uh, by uh, done by real names, and then you know many Christians are prevented from being. Uh, I mean, from uh, purchasing uh, as simple as an airline ticket oh. for being a Christian, uh, because uh, on the social credit system, your credit score is too low, and um, then you have the. Uh, the government-sanctioned churches, every church pulpit and the four corners of the church has to install face recognition cameras so that uh, they can monitor the congregation, the members, whether there's any children uh, there, there's any uh, uh, actually youth under 18 years old, any, any Communist Party member, any Communist Youth League member, or any civil servant or any police or military service member. Uh, so these are all forbidden uh, lists uh, to even enter into the church building. And um, that's why the um, the church, uh, the, in the largest house church in Beijing called Zion, Beijing Zion Church, mm -hmm. uh, ministers by uh, Pastor Ezra Jin, and that church, I mean, used to have uh, uh, 1,500 uh, people gathering every Sunday in a plaza. And then uh, when they refused to install the face recognition camera on the pulpit, uh, they were totally banned and um, uh, disbanded. And uh, we can see uh, the uh, in, in the large, uh, the second largest province um, of China called Henan Province. Uh, which uh, uh, is called the Jerusalem of China because of its uh, uh, the intense uh, intensity of the population uh, for Christians uh, in that province, and uh, the government and uh, the both provincial and central government religious affairs bureau, or the called SARA State Administration on Religious Affairs, had uh, uh, even created a software called. Uh, the uh, smart religion app. Uh, mm. So you have to install that app. And uh, if you want to like, uh, oh, go to a church um, on Sunday, um, you have to upload your ID information, your uh, family information, your work uh, unit address, and every private information uh, before uh, a kind of a so-called legal church gathering site uh, can be shown on the app for you to choose. And um, so everything has uh, has to be uh, monitored uh, before you can go to a church site. Talk about needing the leading of the Holy Spirit uh, just to survive as a Christian in China. Yeah, it's and, an Orwellian state. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah, and we all need to be led by the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's what it is to be a follower of Jesus, uh, but for their very existence, their their you know their family situation, their work situation, it's so so difficult. You know, we talk in what's going on overall in China, uh, but one story, and you mentioned him earlier on, is Pastor Wang Yi, uh, pastor of the uh, Early Rain Covenant Church, and uh, 2018, uh, he was arrested inciting subversion of state power and illegal business practices. And again, we know that these are trumped up charges. He was sentenced to nine years in prison. I know we've been watching this story at the Voice of the Martyrs nine for a long time. Yeah, and, and I know you at China Aid as well. Uh, and we hear about the deplorable 
uh, prison conditions that he's going through right now. Uh, is there any update right now, Bob, on his situation? Any um, possibility that that uh, the charges will be reduced and maybe the sentence will be reduced as well? There's no possibility for this kind of uh, the so-called uh, national security case uh, on the, by in the eyes of the Communist Party uh, that uh, Pastor Wang Yi had, was accused of uh, endangering the, uh, I mean, the basic national security uh, for uh, subverting of state power for preaching uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ to, uh, for any reduced sentence. So he um, not only he, he himself was arrested, remember his wife, uh, Miss, uh, uh, Mrs. Jiang Rong. So yeah. she was also arrested and being separated uh, uh, and put in a, a, a state security assigned uh, undisclosed location for two years uh, without seeing their nine-year-old son, Joshua, and who uh, was uh, totally banned from uh, going to their Christian school. Of course, uh, their church school was also uh, dismantled, and uh, he was uh, forced to take a, a communist uh, police uh, car every day uh, to ride uh, with the police and to go to a Communist Party propaganda brainwash school, uh, right. public school, every day in day out. And um, but you know the good thing is. Uh, the, there, the, the no uh, power, no authority, and uh, no uh, political party uh, could successfully prevent uh, the um, Holy Spirit from traveling. That's right, yeah. And uh, preventing the, the, the powerful prayer of Pastor Wang Yi and many others in prison. And uh, nobody can bind the word of the Lord, right? They can prevent uh, maybe the the word of the Lord, the Bible, from being put, uh, being sold in the books, public bookstore, or re totally removed from any e-commerce store, including the Apple app or Apple Store. There's nothing Bible or Bible related uh, is allowed even to be downloaded or, or existing. And um, and yet, uh, even in prison, uh, I was told uh, Pastor Wang Yi, uh, of course, had been praying. He has over 1,100 prayer items. Wow. I think uh, Canada yeah. must be on his prayer list. Mm -hmm. And uh, America, and uh, since uh, he has been there and here, I, I think one of his last trips, uh, foreign trips, was uh, he went to Canada in Vancouver and um, uh, did a, a gospel uh, a crusade over there. And, um, and of course, he's a good friend of mine. Back to even uh, 2006, I invited him to the U.S., and that uh, prompted him uh, feeling the call to be full-time. Uh, and uh, so he returned to China and quit his law school professor job yeah. and became a church planter. Um, so uh, he is uh, um, uh, also uh, able to uh, certainly um, try every way to uh, share the gospel and uh, even uh, in his memory and uh, writing things uh, in his brain. Yeah. Uh, so several books already formed in his brain. Um, so praise the Lord. Um, he um, he's he's not alone. Um, he's not lonely. Uh, certainly, you know, um, sometimes for for three hundred six days a year, right? Um, so he's uh, looking forward uh, to have uh, receive any communication. And um, uh, I was told there was a phone call. Um, perhaps the only phone call uh, that was allowed uh, to by his uh, um, parents and his wife uh, only lasted maybe 15 uh, minutes or so. Um, so that that's about it. Um, we we uh, as much as we can know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll continue to pray for him, and he's kind of becoming like another watchman knee. But we pray that uh, he won't uh, die in prison; that he'll be released and. Uh, we'll be able to read his works and, you know, all that God has done in him. Um, before we pray, Bob, the thing that, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about, and, and when I'm sharing this in churches, it often shocks people the way the communist government is rewriting the Bible. And you take a famous 
a story from the scripture where Jesus is, you know, brought yeah. before the woman caught in adultery. You know, he was out seeing cast the first stone. And then the story diverts and goes to Jesus actually throwing a stone at the woman and saying that he's a sinner too. Uh, I mean, that's just one story. Uh, so you've got the distortion of the scripture. You've got the monitoring. You've got the arrest. All these things are going on. When you look at the church in China, why is it continuing to grow? Because everything should be that it's not growing because of all the harassment and the intense persecution. Yeah, I think uh, the I mean, just like uh, the church in the early years in the Book of Acts, I remember how that church uh, was uh, uh, engaging or experiencing the first revival. It was, uh, um, I mean, the 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 kind of massive church growth started right from the the Book of Acts, uh, the when they were persecuted, and then we were when they were almost forced to kind of uh, um, go out uh, according to, to fulfill the Great Commission right. uh, from Jerusalem uh, to uh, Samaria, to Judea, to uh, all the, the end of the earth. And uh, so and, uh, then on the book, the Acts chapter 12, they started going to overseas. Uh, so and the, 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 you look at the church growth after uh, Peter experienced the persecution and uh, even imprisoned, then the church grew to several thousand fold, right? And then the uh, uh, the, the Pentecost, I mean, then there are a lot of, uh, so you can tell, I mean, the same spiritual formula, if you can call it a formula, mm. is um, what the Bible says. Um, yeah. Basically, if uh, anyone who wants to live a godly life uh, shall be persecuted. Yeah. And uh, after the persecution, then uh, Paul and Silas in the uh, in the prison, and they were singing and dancing, singing the praises of the Lord. And then even in prison, uh, like uh, our founder of Voice of Martyr said, the sophrology, the prison yeah. theology, and um, the church, there is a church revival over there. The prison guards ask for salvation. And uh, the same thing has been happening in China in uh, many, many prison, uh, many, many uh, detention centers right now, uh, many uh, through the the gospel, I mean, the messenger, those uh, are, are like Paul said, uh, the intent for the gospel is uh, uh, is really uh, for the purpose of uh, the good news to be spreaded uh, all over. So many brothers and sisters, um, like a pastor, uh, you know, another pastor, John Hall, who was in prison for starting 16 schools for mm -hmm. this uh, group of uh, 2,000 Kachin minority children in China and Burma border area. Right, and right. all the 2,000 children had come to Christ after one year in his school. And he was imprisoned. He was leading Bible study over there in English language. And because he's a Chinese-American, uh, the Caucasian-American wife, so the, he was uh, leading the prisoners to uh, study the Bible in English, and he was leading prayer service over there, and he was uh, writing poems um, every day. So we have a lot of poems uh, smuggled out uh, yeah. for his prison and uh, showing tremendous uh, courage and the Lord's presence, and we got comforted. Those of our so-called uh, in the free uh, uh, environment, uh, in the uh, auto prison, actually we got comfort like, uh, you know, the Pauline's uh, uh, epistle from prison, right? Uh, from the, uh, you know, the, the Colossians, the, uh, the um, uh, Philippines yeah. is, uh, is called, name is known as the letter for joy, right? Yeah. Paul in prison. Mm -hmm. He encourage us who are out of prison to rejoice in the suffering, uh, rejoice in the suffering for the gospel of Christ. While it is Book of Acts Christianity that's happening in China, intense persecution, but incredible church growth. Uh, Bob, before we go to prayer, and I want you to be praying for those situations there. Uh, as an American, you're Chinese, of course, uh, you were persecuted yourself, came to America. Uh, recently, 
Uh, President Xi was in America. He was given a nice, warm welcome. Uh, as an American, Chinese-American, how did you respond to that? Because you know uh, very well what's going on in China. And I think, uh, you know, government officials know that. I, and I know there's economics and trying to smooth relations between China and the U.S. But uh, how did you feel when you saw the warm reception uh, that the president of China, who has made it one of his mandates to eradicate the church. How did how did you respond to that? Yeah, I have a mixed emotions uh, on that uh, summit with uh, uh, the President Biden and Xi Jinping. Um, I understand uh, the since both are big countries, they need to keep the line of communication open uh, to uh, avoid miscalculation, especially when the Communist Party uh, and Xi Jinping are publicly announcing they're preparing for war against Taiwan. And um, so that um, that is uh, 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 understandable for communication. But on the other hand, even President Biden, after the meeting with Xi Jinping on the same day, call him a dictator yeah. and uh, call him a communist uh, uh, country. And uh, and he also, he's a secretary of state publicly, repeatedly said uh, China is engaging genocide. Just think about that. A country, a communist country, engaging active genocide with uh, over a million uh, ethnic minorities, uh, I mean, our, our uh, population are in the modern-day concentration camps, yeah, the and yeah. uh, yet we treat him, dine, wine with him, with the uh, democratic president uh, walking, laughing with him. Um, yeah. uh, and, and plus, Greg, you may not even know over the weekend what had happened. Uh, I mean, during the summit, outside this uh, APEC uh, so-called summit, and uh, more than a dozen of Chinese dissidents, rioters, protesters were violently beaten. One of them oh. was beaten so severely, uh, who is a friend of mine, uh, his name is Jie Li Jian, J-I-E, his last name. Uh, his first name is L-I-J-I-A-N. Okay. I hope the uh, mainstream media pick it up. He's still being hospitalized. Still, actually, he's being arrested by the San Francisco police. And yet those violent perpetrators, Chinese Communist Party, uh, very obviously uh, organized, are still at lows and free. And uh, another guy who is uh, uh, still in the hospital and uh, many other were being violently beaten I and mean, even some Hong Kong uh, dissidents, uh, exiled um, Hong Kong citizens, their uh, phones were being violently taken and thrown into the river in San Francisco. Many, oh. I mean, I'm talk, not talking about one incident. Uh, so this just, uh, uh, this were, were happening uh, while the uh, world leaders were welcoming uh, this uh, brutal dictator and who is uh, persecuting the uh, Uyghurs, the Tibetans, the Falun Gong practitioners, uh, of course, uh, the uh, Christians, uh, the, the, many Catholics are also under severe persecution. Of course, uh, we just mentioned about uh, many pastors are being imprisoned every day, and and, and yet we gave him uh, a, like. Uh, I mean, can you imagine um, in 1938 or 1939, um, the President Roosevelt would welcome a dictator? Uh, uh, genocide uh, uh, Hitler into uh, the United States, gave him a state-like uh, welcome, yeah. and uh, sort of, uh, you know, it's the same. I mean, uh, the guy, I mean, I, I just feel so sad uh, that uh, uh, maybe I don't know too much about uh, the uh, economic uh, uh, factor or those business leaders have to pay 4000 and uh, actually those who uh, have to be on uh, the Xi Jinping's uh, uh, head table has to pay uh, $20,000 in order to be this yeah. selected uh, to, to dine wine with him and uh, listening to his lecture. 
Uh, and I think that is a very, very sad uh, situation. I think uh, I'm afraid uh, we are going to continue to nurture a tiger. I mean, look at uh, what's happening, what happened to Canada, the two Michaels, the yeah. Uh, also, the uh, clear interference of uh, Canadian election uh, that the Prime Minister Trudeau even acknowledged in public. And, and yet, yeah, he was, uh, uh, the dictator Xi Jinping was actually scheduled uh, on the photo op uh, standing right next to Prime Minister Trudeau on the APAC. I don't know how much uh, uh, Pr uh, Prime Minister Trudeau has talked to to Xi Jinping or protested, um, but last uh, APEC summit, he was lectured uh, uh, while the microphone was still on yeah. with the uh, world were watching how uh, he, uh, Xi Jinping was belittling the Canadian prime minister, talking him to like a little elementary school student, right? And rebuked him, you know, wrong, uh, I mean, in life to, in, in the, in the, to the world. So I think uh, our leaders needs to stand up, need to have some backbone, need to stand for the very fundamental uh, value of religious freedom and basic human rights. And no protest from the White House uh, uh, about these violent uh, uh, events uh, happening organized by the Chinese government. This is a transnational repression uh, right in front of the eyes of the China, uh, American uh you know, president uh, and the leaders of the free world, and yet we were keeping silent, silent. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's embarrassing. Um, you know, I, you know, we get uh, our emotions get stirred uh, when we see that because economics being put over human rights, and uh, that you know, d countries that are you know democratic, uh, we we have prided ourselves on human rights, but. Uh, you know, things have gotten, I guess, so tense that world leaders feel that they can't say anything against China. And if they do, uh, they get rebuked, as uh, Prime Minister Trudeau found out. Um, but we know that God is on the throne. We're reminded of that. The gates of hell won't prevail against the church when it comes to uh, the followers of Christ. Amen. But there are, you know, real people in real time that are imprisoned, uh, you know, children uh, having their, you know, parents having to sign these documents, renouncing their faith. It's it's heartbreaking. And yet, as we said before, the church continues to grow in China. By the way, if you're you know, listening or watching this and you want to find out more about some of the stories that Bob has been talking about, ChinaAid.org. That's ChinaAid.org. I will put that website on uh, the show notes. There's also the Voice of the Martyrs Canada, VOMCanada.com. Uh, you can uh, find out what's happening in China uh, to be praying about these situations. And, you know, as the Lord may lead to write to some of our members of parliament in Canada, uh, if you're listening to in the U.S. to your in legislators down there, uh, we need to make our voice known. And you may say, well, it's not going to make any difference. Well, we need to do what we can do, and we have to leave the rest to God. I know that's Bob's mandate. Um, Amen. It can be very frustrating because it doesn't feel like at times we're getting the kind of results that we desire, but yet uh, we know that we have a part to play. So a big part of that, Bob, is praying. Uh, can you do that for us? Uh, we've talked about a lot of things, and we could keep going for a long time. Many things happening in China, many exciting things, a lot of challenging things. But uh, we want to lift up our brothers and sisters in China. So can you lead us, brother? Lord, we thank you. Uh, thank you that uh, despite of all this uh, persecution, repression, and uh, you are still alive. Mm -hmm. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, no party, no authority, no political force, uh, no dictator, no emperor uh, has um, ever been able to uh, even uh, damage um, any uh, inch of your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Actually, in the middle of that, or despite of that, uh, your kingdom, the kingdom of God has always been thriving, prospering, multiplying. And uh, we have seen from the early church uh, to the church in Romania, to the uh, former uh, communist countries. And um, we have seen certainly in China, in Iran, in North Korea, and your church uh, can never be destroyed uh, by any 
uh, forces on this earth, and uh, despite of their effort, uh, you have the last laughter, and uh, as uh, uh, you laughed the Nebuchadnezzar, um, the king of Babylon, and you even call him your servant, and uh, so the persecutors are your servant in the opposite way to enforce. Um, the uh, expand and grow your church. We just pray, uh, according to what you teach us, so that uh, we remember those who are in bond, as if we are uh, being uh, persecuted and bonded together. If one part of the body suffers, the whole body suffers. So we know we have the spiritual. Uh, 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 obligation to remember them and uh, to also to suffer with them and to mourn with them and to also to rejoice with them in the middle of the suffering and the can their faith can be strengthened you will send your angel and penetrating the four uh, walls of the uh, prison and to let them know they are not alone and uh, you are with them and uh, our prayers are are building like uh, letters and um, uh, uh, up and up and up and um, and uh, reach to the kingdom i mean to your throne and um, you uh, are intercessing uh, you are intercessing uh, yes. for them and for us lord um we just uh, uh continue to pray for those uh, prisoners uh, those uh, that uh, who are suffering uh, for their uh, uh, faith in Christ. And the, may Lord, you continue to strengthen them and prevent and protect them from uh, the evil force, uh, from the communist soldiers or uh, the those evil ones to harm them further. Lord, we also pray for the persecutors, for mm -hmm. the, you, uh, if it's your will, you transform them with the power of the Holy Spirit and um, and uh, the offer the salvation of Jesus Christ when they cannot sleep well on, uh, in the night, yeah. and to save Xi Jinping, um, I mean, from further destruction. I mean, from destroying his own life and um, and his family. For the Chinese governors, for the party secretaries in different uh, provinces and cities and townships and villages, Lord, and may you grant them, Lord, uh, the supernatural. Uh, the uh, transformation uh, of their souls and the minds, Lord. Uh, we uh, pray for Canada, for America, for the free world, Lord. May you give our elected leaders uh, um, um, not just to focus their, focus their eyes or fix their eyes upon the dollars, upon the money, upon the political convenient uh, topics, uh, of uh, the this uh, uh, political correctness, Lord, um, and instead, Lord, you uh, really uh, crack them, rebuke them, and um, uh, make them uh, come back uh, to the founding principles and uh, with the the religious freedom, the freedom not only to believe but practice their faith, not only in private but in public, mm -hmm. uh, and not only in the, the this uh, uh, the uh, where the persecution is happening uh, by uh, organized uh, uh, by the government, but also the subtle persecution, the so-called uh, now I think in our Western country we already. Uh, have uh, the active discrimination and uh, entering into the passive persecution phase in our society. The and uh, Christians, Lord, um, may you uh, strengthen uh, uh, in um, the in, uh, um, in these countries, uh, strengthen those Christians to continue to. Uh, stand up and to uh, speak up uh, for the gospel and the gospel principles uh, in these uh, uh, countries, not being intimidated, not being uh, afraid, not being harassed, and uh, not being uh, afraid to be labeled as uh, uh, as um, uh, narrow-minded uh, Christians, fundamentalists, Lord and. Uh, and after all, we know that uh, we are not seeking favor of this world. We have never, uh, as you have claimed, uh, when you were in this world, and uh, you're not uh, like take us uh, out of this world for comfort, but send us into the wolves, uh, into the 
uh, into this world, uh, not only seeking just uh, happy uh, comfort, but uh, even suffer uh, for your name's sake. And we know we are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you uh, so much uh, for that, Bob. Let me just pray quickly for you and your team. Uh, you know, as our friend Floyd Brobell, who's the CEO of the Voice of the Martyrs Canada, said, you know, every time you see Bob, and I've known Bob for many years, we've traveled together, and he's always got a big smile on his face, but I know you carry a big burden. So, Lord, I thank you for uh, Brother Bob Fu, and I just ask, uh, Lord, that you just continue to give him the strength, the perseverance. Um, yes, there's many victories, but there also feels like there's a lot of I wouldn't call them defeats, but it feels like it at times, a lot of discouragement and that you just keep him strong and his wife, his family, uh, the co-workers at uh, China Aid and all the partners, Lord, that you would keep encouraging them uh, that the fight they're fighting is worth fighting. And uh, you'll give them the strength to do that, the financial means that they need, uh, health and all those uh, needs that they have, Lord, because you're a God that provides and you provided exceedingly more, I know, than Bob could have ever imagined when he started China Aid, and there's so much work to be done, and it feels like there's more work, and there is really when we look at it now than there was when it started. But yet, Lord, you are in charge, and uh, as Bob said, you get the last laugh, you get the final say. Uh, we know, Lord, that you are in control. We need to remind ourselves of that, and I, I know Bob knows that, but I just want to encourage him again, Lord, as he continues on in this good fight. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for your presence and all that you're doing in China and right around the world. And uh, the kingdom of God is advancing by force, and yet there's many challenges. And so, again, we thank you for this time together. Pray blessing upon my brother in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank again, you, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Bob. And again, it's ChinaAid.org, uh, uh, the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. You can get a hold of us at vomcanada.com. And uh, as you're listening or watching, if I could ask you to make a comment about this podcast or share it with your friends, we'd have more people praying and uh, helping our brothers and sisters in Christ. Again, Bob Fu, thank you so much. Thank you, Greg, yeah, for the work in Voice Martyrs. And remember, the closer you are to Jesus, the closer you are to the fire.